Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and on the podcast this week we've got the Zalees Mellor comedy. Regan. Zalees Mellor hasn't retired. But he's still playing and he's not really at the level in which the prophecy I, I suppose the, I suppose this could be me technically because I, I do still yeah. rise and occasionally I'm still gigging. But yeah, so, so it's still applicable then. <laughs> yeah, I still prefer the Oracle. Nah. Zelly. <laughs> we'll stick with Zelly. Um, what about the natural athlete? What, after your Birmingham Half Marathon? Yeah. So after you thought that once you did one mile, 13 wouldn't be so bad? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll maintain for an 18 and a half stone lad, which is what I am, six foot three, I'm not exactly built for endurance running. But so I, did that I, in I two, two hours 28. But I don't I, know how you've gone from, I've done a mile, so I'm now going to do the Birmingham Half Marathon. Because I'm a natural athlete. <laughs> 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 I, am, I am a freak of modern science. <laughs> oh, fair play to you, Regan. So we've got Luke Regan with us uh, this week. Uh, freelance journalist Rob Fletcher. Evening all. With us once again. Yeah, back again. Um, we've gone a bit back in time this week. <laughs> uh, for the first time in about four years, we figured out, we've got uh, one of the years. original Fancastians. I thought you were talking about the, f- the flat cap. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> for vintage on that. <laughs> um, Retro. We've got uh, Adam Thompson with us. Evening. This week. What was that? I mean, the last time we did a podcast together, we were probably talking about McCarthy. Definitely McCarthy. Uh, second it? season in the Premier League. Ah, the good old days. Mm. We'd probably just beaten really. or lost to Man United 3 0 or something like that. And we always beat Man United in the Premier League. At home. Well, yeah. Not away. We always get trounced. Everyone beats Man United. At the moment, they do. Mm. It's embarrassment if you lose now, isn't it? Yeah. Can't wait about Man United players, though. No. <laughs> Have you noticed I'm wearing a tracksuit top? But luckily, underneath, I'm wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> um, so on the podcast, we're going to talk about Leeds, Borough, Millwall. Uh, firstly, Football Blogging Awards, thanks to your votes. We've now been nominated for a second year in a row for Best Football Podcast. And uh, our writer, Richard Hobbs, has been nominated for Best New Blogger as well. So thank you very much. Gets nominated, stops turning up to podcasts. <laughs> what a <laughs> big, big time Charlie, that's it. They're not interested in the little people anymore. Gets his little Express and Start gig. Oh, he's too busy for his <laughs> uh, So thank you very much uh, for voting for us. Now, the votes have reset to zero. So if you did vote for us before, we need you to vote for us again in order for us to win the award. Uh, go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk and click on Vote Now and choose Wolves Fancast under the podcast category and Richard Hobbs under the new category. But you can also go on our website, wallsfancast.com, to find out more about to vote. And thank you very much. Have we got our own website now? We've had our own website for years, Regan. You choose not to read the fantastic articles written by our team of writers on there. I thought it was being done up. It is being done up the minute. Oh, did you ha- used to have that very like dot WordPress. Yeah, I thought there. it was the dot WordPress. That's what threw me. And I bought the domain for wallsfancast.com months ago, and I only figured out a few weeks ago that how we could change it round. See, this is so. what I meant. Take it back. <laughs> I knew we got the WordPress, and I read it occasionally. <laughs> it was just I didn't know we got wallsfancast.com. Yeah, big yeah. time, big yeah, time. Big time. At least you didn't call it Walls FC Fancast. That really gets oh, my right, goals. Right. It really does my head in. Wolves. I think we've had this conversation Wolves before. Wolves FC? Yeah. We're, we're WWFC or we're Wolves. We are not Wolves FC. I don't like being called Wolverhampton as well. When teams because of Wolverhampton Wonders or just Wolverhampton? When just, we're just called Wolverhampton. I don't know why. Just no, I don't like, like the league. No, Wolverhampton, yeah, Wolverhampton yeah, Wonders or Wolves. If it's, it's either mm. one or the other. Mm. It's just like calling Manchester Manchester Blue or Manchester Red. <laughs> like, like, probably. Probably. Yeah, so we're not going to pace. 
No, well, I, it, it's one of them things. It's a week done. Are we even on Pez? No, we're not anymore. But we're on the proper game. Yeah. So what, it's the one reason I've decided Wolves have got to get promoted because Albion have got their stadium on FIFA now. And Burnley oh, that is well. the only reason to get promoted. That is the only yes. reason to get promoted. So basically, to, we need Molyneux on FIFA. I had to write an article on that. I had to write an article on um, Albion players loving the fact that I'm they were the only be person on this podcast that doesn't write articles. Yes. Just rock up. <laughs> rock, rock up, turn up, say stuff. Go home and eat pizza. You've got to build your own website, right now. And uh, I thought, I, you know what? I, I remember like, I spoke to you about this about twelve years ago because I was going through my, my uh, memory stick for uni, and I found the the article, uh, the the one attempt I ever came up with at writing a blog, and I thought, yeah, I'll stick to what you're good at. Keep talking. It was absolutely awful. Where were we? Yeah, okay, we're on football blogging awards. Aren't we? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks very much if you voted for us. Um, it's great to be nominated for a second year in a row, and please vote for us again. Um, now, after Sacco's recent fine performances, many fans have been clambering for him to get a new deal. Uh, but we put on social media this week: what incentives or clauses would you offer Sacco to sign a new contract? Uh, before we get to those, gentlemen, did you uh, think of any humorous suggestions potentially? <laughs> Regan, you're laughing to yourself. Why don't you go first? Free haircuts to Tony and Guy. Okay. Two two a month. I think every two weeks is acceptable. Like the colour won't fade too much back then. You could have got you could go with Scott Goldborn. Free Nando's. Free car cleaning because he's got that lovely matte black uh, Bentley, which would obviously need a lot of cleaning. Um, <clears throat> basically, just give him free stuff. Free stuff. Free stuff. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. I did come up with one. I remember. That I got a f- it was just when Snapchat for, was first introduced into this country. Now, for those of you who don't know what Snapchat is, it's um, free. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> it is free. But it's basically I mean, a way that's to, the deal breaker. It's, it's, it's a way to send you pic- pictures to your friends, and they get to. Get, they're not supposed to keep, but they disappear. And I got a Snapchat of my mate who was in vogue in Warsaw. It's now, I believe it's called Vogue. Now. It was that it might have been called in some at the time. I, I, don't, is, I don't know the night. It's the worst nightclub <laughs> you've ever been to, but it stays open until six in the morning. Bakary Sacco was in there, so I've decided that if we get someone from the club to phone up each week and sort him like a decent table at a decent nightclub in Birmingham, not Warsaw, because if you've been to nightlife in Warsaw, you'd understand. Okay, Rob, that might work. I noticed that his lad was mascot last night. Sacco's a kid. Oh, you got one definitely. Yeah, his mascot last uh, Ryan, I believe. Ro- his name is Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan Sacco. Yeah, Rob. Good choice, Bakri. Um <laughs> I'd just give his lad a contract what in the youth team. Why not? We sign your lad. Will you sign as well? Give him a contract for ten years. If he's any good at the end of it, yeah, we'll have how him. Old, how old is his lad though? He's three. three. Potential so twenty years. years. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, if he's anything like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> If you're old enough, you're good enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so disappointed that he's called Ryan. Adam. Not Adam Sacco. No. And, um, <laughs> I don't know, let's go a good vibe. No, mine, mine's actually quite a serious one, but... Um, mine was. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't ruin the mood. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, we don't do serious... I was, I was having a genuine think about this, and um, the vice captaincy. And the reason for it is that you've got... Two types of um, captains. You've got the ones who'll lead you, the ones like your John Terry's, your Steven Gerrard's. Then you've got the ones who are skillful and they lead by example in the way that they play, like your Messi's and Ronaldo. No, I'm not comparing him to that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that 
if what a statement of intent saying to him look you're a big part of this club and this part of this future we want to put you as a vice captain we want you to go and lead the lads I think why not but yeah sorry great. to bring yeah. uh, the uh, town here now, but you know personally <laughs> I would have put Ronaldo in the former category with the Gerrards and like the Terrys that's my only opinion on that you say Ronaldo yeah He's I a, think Ronaldo's very much a team player these days. Okay. Oh, I mean, but, ta- that, I mean but, tactically though. Yeah. I don't. Mm, for me, Sacco would need to up his work rate. He can still, but then again, I think you can say this about Sacco, and it's probably the only criticism I've got of him as a player, is that when things aren't going well for the team, he almost tries too hard. He wants to be the. Yeah, he wants to yeah. be a miracle man. He wants to be the savior. It's, it's Plan B. Sacco does everything. That's why. Mm. And that got us relegated under Saunders. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, suggestions off social media a loyal wall saying a free bag of chips every time he scores a penalty I'm betting, I'm betting some of these are proper good and the best ones you're not going to be able to read out that's got to be majors in Bilston if you're having free bag of chips got to be, I will plug that it is the greatest chip shop in the world. Uh, it's all right uh, no, no chance it's brilliant I'm not having a right it's brilliant no no the only, it, would be, it would be good if you could park outside and go in it's effort Okay, fair enough. It's, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough. That's a good point. Look, as, a, as, a, as someone that knows he's wearing a fish and chip shop, if you have to walk to it, it's a bad sign. You've missed me. <laughs> 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 you're oh, so glad. It was, it you're was so, quite, it was quite you're you so glad that I've got this car. Yeah, it's, uh, let's have another one. At It's Always Dan. Uh, he can take all the penalties, all the free kicks, only get subbed when he wants to be subbed and be the highest wage on the books. Isn't that the case now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, other than the third one, mate, that's already the case. Uh, Andy Smith, 3047. With each goal, him and Newark can get all expenses paid trips to their local beauticians for a new treatment, the back sack and dicko. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. That's not bad. Um, uh, Gubby Kula says, free haircuts for life. Oh, that's already been done. And uh, Chris Bailey says, Roger Johnson to provide exclusive access to his bar tab. (laughs) Um, So yeah, they're all the suggestions. The only one I could think of was, um, we find out who did that Nene song and get them to redo the video with him and Dicko in it. Or this year's Christmas video, which was fantastic last year, by the way, could just be... Sacco and Dico, Nene in various different Christmassy places, like the North Pole, <laughs> Greenland. Or should it be Rain Wolverhampton, really, in, in front of the moth? Just. The moth. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard it called. I thought you were going to say in front years. of the mosque. In front of the, in front of the old Woolworth. Just. Yeah. <laughs> but where's the moth? Man, man on the horse. horse. Queen Square. By the bank. Come on, Reed. It's, no, it's this the man podcast. on the horse. Yeah, it's it's the over Wolverhampton. I know, but the it's moth. the man on the horse. The moth just sounds like a really crap 1980s metal nightclub. But it was called by that boy, all the emo kids that used yeah. to hang around there. Big Spence say Sacco is listening now. He must be thinking, I don't want to leave this city. What a fantastic culture it has. <laughs> he does not live in Wolverhampton. <laughs> just looked over at Dave's DVD case mm-hmm. and spotted Cheaper by the Dozen Yeah, 2. Great film. Cheaper Great by film. the Dozen 1, I mean, because Hilary Duff. But Chief of doesn't too. It was too far. You do know that... I'm going to trump you on that and say Vicar of Dibley. No, Vicar of Dibley was class. Or Annie. Whoa, don't, don't diss the classics. Anyway, I can't say anything because I'm still like, getting up. I'm still waiting for Dave's missus to kill me for the comments I've made about the curtains in the I past. Know, I know. They have some special curtains. We don't, <laughs> we don't charge for this, do we? <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's talk about the first game uh, from the weekend. Millwall away. Wolves were about 25 minutes away for a comfortable 3-0 victory. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, in typical Wolves fashion, it was a 3-3 draw. Um, they never let you down, do they? No, they don't. Were we really that strong at 3-0, to be honest? Because when it was 3-1, there was a part of me that thought, we're going to give this away now. I, as soon as we get 3-1, I said we're going to draw this. I was at, work, I was at work on Saturday, and I, I, so I can't listen to... Well, I don't mind WM, but for some reason, WM just wasn't doing it for myself. I've got the... Um, <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got five live on, and I was listening to it. But they kept, they kept going, you treat yourself. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought I'd go a bit more middle class. <laughs> Life. <laughs> Come on, compared to WM. Yeah, that, that, that got an acknowledged nod of the head. And he, he, they were going through the walls 3 I was I was nearly in shock. And then it went to 3 1, and you just thought, we know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'll be, I'll be honest, Fuller's first goal was an absolute finish. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, we'll argue, should he have had that much time and space? But the finish itself was absolutely class. The rest of them, I wanted to punch someone. But that one specifically was okay. The, the worst thing that following it on Soccer Saturday is I don't think you'll ever see what happened on Saturday, on Soccer Saturday ever again, when the football classifieds stopped. Yeah. And yeah. the only game that they were following was Wolves v Millwall. In this tense 3-3 you're thinking, nah, come on, leave us alone now. And each time they went back to Johnny Phillips, who is a die-hard Wolves fan, yeah. he was just like, I, 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 and they're getting closer now, and I thought, you'll never see this again. Mm. Beyond five o'clock, this game went, and we were getting updates by the minute, and you'll never see mm. that. Usually you can go, oh, it's 3-3, three, three, okay, but we've kept yeah. through the suspense. It was more that Saka had, strain a, of it. Saka had a free kick on the edge of the box at the last second, and they were like, oh, well, we've got to go back to Millwall. He's like, oh. I'll tell you what, that, 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 that really annoyed me, that that red card. Because it was a red card, but you, that's just cheating. Well, he got a standing ovation, didn't he? Well, I kind of think... a Millwall defender. Oh, of course, he's in the Millwall. Don't remember when Gary Breen did that a few years ago for us at Norwich. Yeah, it really annoyed me then. <laughs> Not as much because it was Wolves, but still, it is, it's pure cheating. I kind of think... For me, that's our a players, game, our player, Our player would do that in, any, in, a, in that opportunity. I'd want our player mm. to do um, do that and, and I know somebody who says they still don't forgive Martin Little for not taking Diamante Kamara down in the FA Cup game against Albion at Molyneux when he could have took him out instead he rounded Matt Murray still doesn't forgive him for that so didn't he get didn't I seem to remember that Kamara just got the better room for pace he never took him down or that Kamara failed him I can't remember but I, still, I remember what you're on about but I don't I try and block out that game to be honest <laughs> yeah uh, Sacco's goal Probably didn't really mean it, but it was a nice, nice goal. He's scoring. He's scoring yeah. a few at the minute. Mm. Got to give him that. Now the odd thing about the start of the game was the complete change in defence, because obviously there was criticism about the eleven goals or whatever goals in four games. Tommy Rowe coming in left back, which he did on Tuesday, which we'll talk about in a sec. Ebanks Landell coming in, bit of an odd, completely odd change in defence to come in. I didn't get it. Truth be told, I mean, I assume that Stearman must have been injured because obviously. I didn't catch the much of the the team lineup and much of the, as much of the game as I probably should have, and I just don't quite understand. I mean, I understand to a certain extent you understand that things haven't been going right, but having seen Ethan Ebanks Landell last night, mm. although we got the clean sheet, it wasn't for a lack of tra- lack of trying to give it away. You um, can see the inexperience there, yeah, can you? Definitely, he was shaking like a leaf in the wind. 
Scored that. That, that was the polite version of that um, metaphor that I could go <laughs> for, basically. He, he looked proper out of place. I like him as a right-back. I, I like that breed of powerful full-back that pushes on. But he gave, he gave the ball away a lot last night. Yeah, I mean, he did. We looked like we were trying to give... He looked like we were trying to give the ball back to him. Well, uh, SK Hall, who read the match report for us um, for the Millwall game, said that playing him looked like a massive risk, especially going somewhere to the new, like the new yeah. den. Yeah. He playing Banks Landall in the defence. I've heard a lot of things about how, as soon as um, Millwall got that first goal back, the, the atmosphere became very hostile and almost kind of changed Wolves. They almost seemed to buckle under that. Mm. Hostile atmosphere, and the controversial bit of the match was the third goal from the wall, Stearman, and the substitution. It was a bit weird that and Regan's going, what's going on? Basically, um, was it was it a free kick or a set piece? Where basically, yeah, yeah. Where but isn't this isn't the standard? Isn't it one of the basics of management? Don't change your mm. your back four when it comes to a set piece. Yeah, and I kind of think, well, why should why should? I know it sounds like I'm being mm. anti wall but why should Millwall? Or whoever, or the ref go. I was saying, "Go on, come on, mate. You get in your position. You get why? Mm. Why? You shouldn't." I, per- I think it was a massive because massive that's mistake. the right thing to do. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not having it. I'm telling you now, I'm not having that. Well, I the think... big, if people aren't aware, the big thing was Millwall had a set piece. Wolves made a substitution just before that set piece. Steerman came on. Apparently, wasn't in position by the time it was taken, and the subsequent goal was scored. And many people are saying, "Was it fair? Well, should the referee wait until?" Steam he should right. generally that generally they tend to. They usually do, don't they? Yeah. I know that uh, Richard, if he was here tonight, he would have said he did some research on Twitter and found some rules to suggest that you know the referee can kind of do what he wants in that regard. But I guess it, the laws the laws are in uh, yeah. a guidance. They are not a set parameter. It, it's the rotating glasses though, because if it was the other way around and the other, you know, we were the team mm. who scored, we'd just go, oh well, tough. Yeah, get on with it. Yeah. I don't know. Bad I'm timing, young fellow. I think it's tough at even now. I think you should be changing it. You shouldn't be changing it, set pieces. I remember Dennis Wise doing it for Leeds, and they and he got absolutely slated on um, on you know the highlight show. They were going out on inexperience. This is just absolute schoolboy mm. stuff. So how can someone like Kenny Jacket of, of his experience, you know, he, he, I don't know, maybe he put too much faith in the ref. Mm. It's one of those, isn't it? I've just noticed. What knife? Frozen. Yeah. You've got to let that go. <laughs> That's a poor joke. No, joke. Let it go, Dave. No. Let it go. Don't. And don't break into song either. I'm not making this a musical podcast. Let it go. <laughs> I, I, you can tell I've spent too much time teaching. I know. Um, was that kind of typical of the defence recently? That we kind of let go of those three guys? I think, that, mm. I, I think so. Because you looked at them last night. I mean, I'm not sure if we even scored at this point. Because my memory last night a bit funny time-wise. But... We just looked like we were bereft of confidence. I mean, I think that Scott Goldburn's the best left back we've had at the club for years. I agree, and it I, makes you think why? Why unless Tommy Rowe? Yeah. Well, if he's injured, he shouldn't be on the bench. Tommy Rowe has played really well in defensive midfield when he's come on. Now, unless he's trying to get Tommy Rowe feet for something, I don't understand dropping Goldburn. Birmingham half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, I think we've got to look at like you've got to look at it. It is a young squad. It is a young squad. It's the it's their second year playing together. You look at the lads that we're bringing in. We've got lads like Doherty coming in. I think this is his second full season, maybe because I don't think even under Saunders he had a full season. So this is second full season. Lads like Baff is his second now. This is his um, second full. So they're starting now to be going to places like Millwall. 
where you, you can't even teach that. You can't teach mm. that. You can't replicate that on the training field. So they're going to be learning a lot. So come on, yes, it was just what I, you know. I felt sick after that game, you know. But I think in hindsight, when we look back, that could be really, really big character building. Mm. Maybe it is that inexperience shining through. Like you said, I mean, it's they've only been together two years. Mm. There's a lot of learning still to be done. And if we can take the positives from that game, yeah, it was disappointing given away three 0 lead, but they bounced back straight away. Exactly. Last I mean, night, so that if you can do that. that that's not a problem. You can draw your away games, win your home games. It's still disappointing to give away three goal we score, leads. We're scoring goals, and that's the, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's the hardest thing to do. The hardest thing to do in football. That's the one problem we had yeah. not so long ago. And we managed to solve that one. Mm. So just go on and solve the next one then. And hopefully he takes the positives from them when we defended well, the positives mm. from when we're scoring well. He amalgamates the two. Big put, word, put it this way: if the fact we're fourth in the league and we're complaining about like our defensive frailties, we would have taken this. If I've been saying this for weeks, if you look at where we've dropped points, where we really shouldn't have. We'd be walking this league, mm. and I know, mm. I know we've played, we've played badly, <clears throat> we've played well at points, and I personally thought last night we weren't that good. That's what I think frustrates a lot of people. That if you look at some of the points where we could have got three, Reading, for example, mm. we could. You, you, the, the league's not. You can't walk the league, but Wolves could easily be top, top by now, and I think yeah. that's what's frustrating. So just to finish off Millwall, uh, I'm just going to get uh, some views from what Millwall fans thought of the game. Here's the guys from the Millwall fan podcast, Actung Millwall. Tell podcast. Us, podcast, podcast. That's it. That's middle class coming through there. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the guys from Actung Millwall uh, to tell you more. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Greetings to all you Wolves fans out there. This is a specially commissioned short piece by Achtung Millwall, which you may or may not know is the number one podcast coming out of South Bermondsey. Actually, it's probably the only podcast coming out of South Bermondsey. But let's not dwell on tedious detail, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nick Hart, and we are gathered here today to speak of the three-all draw which took place at the Den last Saturday. game which in many respects summed up all the strengths and weaknesses of both our clubs this season, and most especially of the two managers involved in the game, our very own cheeky West Country chappy Ian Holloway, and your very own Watford-based Welshman, formerly our man of course, Kenny Jacket. Unfortunately I managed to choose one of the great Norfolk fixtures of the season, the home game versus Wolves, to miss. Yes, I had a nephew's first birthday party to attend, so I had to follow the game by Twitter. I'm going to cross over to a small selection of comments from our Millwall Focus show last Sunday with my co-presenter Charlie Mahoney, which I hope will give you a flavour of the Lions' perspective, at least, on Saturday's dramatic day. It's weird, because I think the scoreline's a little bit misleading. I think there's a potential to romanticise what was like just a really peculiar game to right, be honest right, because right. neither side to me looked like they had three goals in them I'm still not 
entirely sure how they managed to score three as I was walking out. Right, OK. <laughs> um, but, I mean, one poster caught my eye on, on, on House of Fun. It said, for anyone that left at 3-0 down, uh, he questions how well you know football, because Wolves were never three goals better than Millwall yesterday. W- would you agree with that? Would it, would, did it... Were they were they that were they that far ahead of us in 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 the footballing terms? No, they were really poor goals to give away. To be honest, mm. it's been a little bit of controversy over whether their first goal should have even been a corner. But that that's right. Okay, because we didn't defend it well enough. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the goals um, on the football league show. Um, looked at them this morning, and I mean, really, I mean, I've, I've actually written the same thing down um, pretty much three times over. Shocking defence from set pieces, corners, soft, yeah. you know, uh, balls flying around a penalty area that are then being poked home by, you know, um, players of a decent standard. I mean, just going back to the, the three goals conceded. I mean, each one I've noted here: shocking defence from a corner, shocking defence from a corner scuffed finish for the second one I mean that was that was probably bobbling around in an area where in the end someone's going to get on the end of it and, and it, and it yeah. went the third goal I think is perhaps the only goal where I'd say well that, okay hands up that it was a, almost a freak um, cross that went into the net and sometimes you just can't odds those kinds of situations probably wasn't much that Ford could have done in all fairness because he's looking for the cross into the penalty area and, and, and the head on, 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 on target so that's perhaps the only forgivable goal um I mean, the goals that we've scored, I mean, to make it 3-1, I mean, I've got a nicely placed forward ball. Again, Williams, though, made the, made the forward pass and found Gregory, who got on the on the, on the the goal side of the defence. Yeah, that was a great ball, and it was a brilliantly composed finish from Gregory. And Very like, calm, very calmly done. I mean, I, I, I'm picking up on some of the points made online. I mean, there's a uh, RM11 picked up on, on, on Hoff that Wolves were an average side. And I think their their average nest was probably illustrated by the fact that they've let us in for that first goal. Now, knowing the den as as you and me do, as soon as there's a sniff of a comeback, the den comes into its own. It's it's the ultimate theatre for, you know, fight backs in in that sense. So as soon as they've conceded that first goal, which was probably the critical critical goal for them not to give away, suddenly Mills in the game and the den acquires its own atmosphere. I mean, I'm reading here from. Um, SP43CD on Hoff that the atmosphere at Friel was immense. I'm going to guess that was that was a manic, a madhouse of a, of a, of a stadium to be in at that point. Yeah, it was superb, but a um, bit of a classic atmosphere down there, which yeah. was, I think, helped by the return of James Henry, to be honest. Of course. <laughs> I think I'm a... actually did us a favour by bringing him on because it was something that got everyone up and sort of aggressive and, you know, that typical kind of. The Millwall attitude, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jacket got an ovation, um, which they showed on TV and, and people have referred to on, online. Uh, I, I, it sounds like a nice touch. I mean, I, I've got a lot of time for Kenny Jacket. He, he, he pulled us around. He, he took us from a point of relegation to the fourth division, effectively, and he, he got us into the championship. I find it very hard to um, to hate the man or to, to, to you know pour abuse on him for, for what he did for us. Some seem to feel that there's a Millwall reputation that should be maintained, and that no matter what the circumstances, that abuse should be poured on, on his shoulders. But I, I just thought he showed respect and a bit of class, to be honest. I can't bring myself to abuse the man either, to be honest. I, I think he is a bit of a, a legend down there, and I'm glad he got a, a standing ovation. It was richly deserved. Yeah. Uh, Wolves got back to winning ways on Tuesday night with a 2-0
Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. Win against Inform Middlesbrough, who were unbeaten in seventh, I believe. Uh, goals from the French Connection, uh, Sacco and Dico gave all. So in a bit of a wobbly first half, Wolves went back to what we know of them in the second to round off a, I would say, a comfortable second half victory. Um, great win, clean sheet, just what we needed. Rob, what were your thoughts from last night? Yeah, impressed. Um, like you said, we didn't start off fantastically well. It took us a while to get going, but um, albeit about a 10, 15 minute period in the first half and maybe the first five minutes of the second half, I thought we were really, really good. Mm. Really impressed, kept the ball very well. Um, again, bar a few missed place passes but um, I thought yeah we played them off the park and fully deserved it mm. definitely I mean um, especially in there was that 15 minute part in the first half where mm. Borough should have really we had loads of mishaps in defence mm. and Borough should have really scored but I noticed last night that I couldn't really remember any of the chances they had I can't they, remember hitting the, 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 the bar well Middlesbrough yeah, yeah. Really? I remember because it was, was, it was um, yeah, he came. He just, I thought it was going over, and then it, all of a sudden he bit the bar and bounced there, and he came. He had to scramble. It was the one where Rowe tried to play it off their player for a goal oh, kick, right, and yeah. spooned up in the air. It's kind of like overhead kicked it. It's gone bounced off the bar, hit the underside of the bar, and came and just dived. It's actually a very good save. He didn't get enough praise if he should have done for that, really. It's a very okay, well, save. apart from that one, then. <laughs> they didn't really have any... That might nap. have something to do with the fact that he like, completely over his <laughs> The second half, we just kind of kept them back in their hmm. area. I don't think they really ever... No, but we could forward. we could and probably should have scored more than the two that we did. Hmm. Um, Edwards, um, maybe unfairly... Cr- Overcritical of him last night, saying he maybe should have scored that header, mm. but it was massively unlucky not to. McDonald's dipping volley would have been the goal of the millennium oh. if that had gone in, which is such a shame. Someone's got to talk me through this because unfortunately I didn't go to the game, but I've heard a lot. I've heard see, a lot of sitting in the, it sitting was, in the North Bank, it would have which been was the best view I think you could get of it. Mm. He took talk it down. me through, paint me a picture. Well, he used <laughs> it was a cold Tuesday night. He used his to control the ball. He hit it in a 45-degree angle to the right-hand side towards the Billy Wright sand. He benched. He shaped his body in the beautiful way that only Kevin McDonald can do. He hit it purely on the half volley. He bent like something that's very bendy. And it hit the crossbar. It would have been the goal of dreams. If um, Gary Neville... It's like I was there. If Gary, if <laughs> if Gary, Gary Neville had been commentating... <laughs> <laughs> he would have made that near orgasm saying that guy. Wait, but did you hear Martin? Does Martin Tyler get a <laughs> Balotelli the other day? Balotelli! <laughs> he had to apologise for it. <laughs> I don't think he had to apologise for it, but he made sure that he did. Yeah, it was um, for, um... <laughs> Sacco um, with the, a very cheeky penalty. Cheeky as cheek can come. Yeah, hmm. I saw that. It just I, I was having a look at a few angles, you know, on um, Instagram and obviously on the highlights and stuff. How close were the goalkeeper for getting that? Because mm, yeah. I thought he was... I mean, there's cheeking and there's dicing with death. <laughs> and and the... someone noticed afterwards, his laces were undone as well. Oh, really? So, that's just Sacco for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it was funny because when we got the penalty and Sacco put the ball down, we all went, right, picking out our roads. For a laugh, we had one of the lads and we were holding our hands up just in case. We <laughs> and they went, you, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was rude. That was naughty. <laughs> It's a great penalty. He was yeah, a, yeah. It is, but I tell you what, he'd have looked a pillock if it hadn't come off. <laughs> but in the game in general, I thought, like his other performances, powerhouse, he was first half, he was unstoppable. Yeah. Thought. Do you like my own attempt at tactical swearing, by the way? Yes, I do. Um, it's very good. I, have, I know avoid swearing by using commonly comedic insults instead. I'm, got, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling quite... Um, well behaved. Good. Back to Sacco. Thought he did really well. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go back to the point that you made earlier on about him being made vice captain. Yeah. It's for, for performances last, last last night. I completely agree. He's so influential on the team, and he can get them going in the heartbeat. So well, the, to lead the team the f- like that. The first goal came. The penalty itself came. If you ask me, from him dancing through about three players, he did it. He was class. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. When we went and did the Molyneux podcast in the dressing room last year, I'll be honest, put my hands up and said, you know what? I don't want him in the team. But he wasn't performing to the level he's capable of then. So I feel that I was kind of, maybe not wholly justified, but definitely kind of justified. Now, he couldn't leave him out. Mm. He's too, he, he's the best player in that team by a mile on his day. And I think he's pushing the league. Do, do you best. think we should be preparing for bids? Well, not preparing for when he goes, because I know they was talking about Van La Parra, like mm. apparently was going to be sort of a replacement should he have gone. And it was Stephen on the bench last night. So, was he not? Was he injured? No, no. Jacobs. I thought Jacobs played all right when he came on, but mm. I still think he's a little bit lightweight. We had this discussion. Sorry, and it was yeah. Oh, take your point. Do we prepare for when he's gone? Personally. If we got a big offer in January, I'd take it. And I, I don't think you'll get more, I don't think you'll get an offer more than two million now. Well, this is what I was thinking about. Isn't the standard now for anyone who's doing who's probably running the league like Sacco is? Isn't the standard now twelve million after Ross McCormack? No. Why not? Because one Ross McCormack's f- flopped unbelievably. Two, Ross McCormack didn't have six months to go on a contract. Three Really, I I I said two million factoring in that he's got that contract. That's how long his contract's left. For me, Sacco is a six. He's a five or six million player. That's the sort of bids. I think the problem with Sacco is his deals out, isn't it? Yeah. By the mm. summer, if and it was not command yeah. a massive. Do we know what he's January? on? My understanding's twenty. I would have twenty twenty five. Yeah. I'd be willing to offer him thirty. With a, the gentleman's agreement. Not me. I wouldn't want to, but really, if we could keep him on the side, you have to factor in that he's playing well, so he's going to get a bit of a bump. Hmm. Is he the best player in the team? Yes. Yeah. Offer the 30? Yeah. Offer, yeah. Not, but then you come against but, this way structure that Jackie's put in, and then you, got, mm. you have that whole argument there. Let's go to uh, Dicko, great solo goal. Yeah, yeah persistence, complete persistence yeah. that was. I mean, was it three defenders he got it round. But the finish, it was yeah, the finish that impressed yeah. me more. He could have tried to shoot right at the goal, but right up in the net. Sacco-esque, just blasted it in the yeah. net. Do you remember his goal against Port Bell last year where it was just, there was just you just had these big centre-halves just bouncing off his <laughs> shoulders like a yeah. mighty mouse, isn't he? And then, like, he's doing it again last year. And that is, 
it, it reminded me of he, he almost scored a similar goal against Charlton earlier in the season where he came on and he's just I think it was Boyke at the back for them and he couldn't handle him Boyke yeah honest he was just B- BK <laughs> <laughs> and um, he that goal was just brilliant that is exact that is Dicko at his absolute mm. best yeah. and they can't it's difficult to handle him because of his pace he's strong as well and because he's got quick feet you can you can see why he's going to go and score goals he probably hasn't scored enough this year mm. but I think it's because he only did so well last mm. year I, I think, think it's because he's adapting to this level mm. really I don't think he's played regular at this level before That's and fair. I think that no he's another chance or he's been played on the wing and position I think mm. that the, the performance of the night last night other than Sacco McDonald I thought McDonald was class last night I thought I've got a point about McDonald I thought, carry on I thought he had was it that he had a farm <laughs> I thought he had a very a good second half, but first half I thought he was very poor. He gave the ball away a lot, and someone one of my mates made a point that with McDonald, if he's got someone to pass to, he's very good. If he goes forward and there's no one to pass to, he kind of goes, "What do we do now?" But he retains, which I noticed the in the first half. The second half he improved vastly. Yeah, I think he retains the ball well. Mm. I think that did. I think that this year teams have cottoned on to him. Championship scouts are better than League One scouts. They know that they've got to shut Kevin McDonald down. The thing is, we need the rest of the team to make space for him. Or, uh, Rob, what's the word I'm looking for? Chuck the dictionary. Capitalise. The rest of the team to capitalise on the space and opportunities presented by the fact that Kevin McDonald's been double teamed. Adam, McDonald point. I think there is a case of Emperor's new clothes with uh, McDonald. I really think the standard he set last year is almost become untouchable, and people are scared to admit that he's not had a good game. I've so, mm. personally, I'll carry on pers- honestly with this, and I'll carry on. The reason why I say that is, I believe he's been outshone by Lee Evans this season. I think mm. Lee Evans has offered more in terms of going forward. He's he's defensive. He's passes forward. You know, I mean, yeah, he goes for the poor skulls when he should really just go for the nice yeah. simple, you know, tick attacker pass or something. I think he's been outshone. And it seems that when McDonald has a um, has a um, a performance that's probably a, a six out of ten, it gets overlooked. When Lee Evans gets a six out of ten, gets absolutely hammered. The thing, the thing and is, I think Lee Evans has been absolutely brilliant this season. Lee, Lee, Evan, hmm. Lee Evans doesn't have six out of tens. Lee Evans has eight out of tens or four out of tens. Lee Evans is Lee Evans is boom or bust. But that, I think that's the attitude people think. Well, hmm. they either think he's bad. But I've I mean, I've watched him each time I've watched him this season. I thought. You look an absolute class above than last. He's the most improved player. Oh, yeah. He's come, he's come, he's come on well, and I'll, I'll admit that. And I've personally, I've come on here and, t- in, and said McDonald's hasn't been playing well. I've said it a few times, and that's because people are p- closing down. It's McDonald's responsibility to adapt to that, mm. and it'll make McDonald a better player. And I think we'll towards the end of the season, three mm. quarters of the way through, we'll see that. Personally, I like Lee Evans. I think that Lee Evans has capitalised well on the opportunities he's been given. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that Kevin McDonald's been double-teamed. Yeah, that, that's fair now, enough, yeah. For me, I would go as far as to say that Lee Evans has potential to be better than McDonald. Truth be told, I, I don't feel, I think that McDonald's is at the level now where he will, he could become better, but... He's a, he's a good championship player. He was exceptional in League One. Mm. Lee Evans had a had a rough season. He had some good games last season. I remember. Um, I can't remember if it was at Oldham. He played well at the game before Oldham, and he was terrible at Oldham. Or he was played well at Oldham, he was terrible after. It was the game where we played Oldham away. 
what, what, it was one of those what, games. What, what point B, that Evans last year was very much good one game, bad the next. Yeah. Lee Evans, he's 19 now, is he? 1920, I think. 19, yeah. So it scares me. <laughs> Six years younger than me, and I'm the youngest person here. We've got to that point now where the dream we're is older over. than all these it players. Mm. But we'll say this, and I would say I think Lee Evans has the potential, and a stressed potential, yeah. to be the best midfielder for, in, for Wolves in my lifetime. I really think I genuinely believe I that. Think, I, think I can't he, think of anyone yeah. better. I think he's a hybrid. I think he's a new type of midfielder. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the yeah. he's the deep right. he's the deep line playmaker yeah. in in the he's kind of like I think he's a young he's Carrick esque. I think he breaks play up well. I think he goes forward well. I think because of his size, you don't look at him in the way that people look at, looked at Carl Henry when we were looking for a defensive midfielder. But he's got that skill and that vision to one launch passes, but two he moves around well. I think if Price, I think that Price is the best defensive midfielder, pure defensive yeah. midfielder mm. that we've got. I like Price, and mm. I think it's a shame that he's been relegated to a certain extent to playing to go in that alone mm. to try and I get. I can't believe that. I, I think he was absolutely brilliant last year. Yeah, he absolutely was. Brilliant. But I don't. But I think that Evans is filling more of a gap. I think in possession-based football systems, which is what Wolves are trying to play, I think you need to be able to pass well. Mm. Whereas I think that. Price's option mm. a lot of last year was yes, pass short, but usually pass short to McDonald. Whereas mm. Evans has the ability to split defences. I do rate Evans. My only problem is I think that some games he's missing, mm. and I think I think that because he's so good in other games, it shows up more. McDonald for me does have bad games, but I don't think they're as bad. And no. the one thing you're missing about Evans. Great hair. Great. Great hair. I've said it enough. I don't need to keep saying it. As you can tell by the minute, I'm currently modelling my hair on Mr. Evans. I've been to the gym, leave off. <laughs> um, I didn't. Borough weren't the team I was expecting last night. They they weren't this the, force that I was fearing we were going to lose. Because I thought we were going to lose two or three in the last Hadn't night. lost tonight, yeah. they were about to lose sometime. It's strange. I mean, the way this league's panning out, and anyone can win it. Mm. Anyone who looks good one week, the next week are absolutely abysmal. For- us included. I mean, mm. you know, we, we played well last night, but I mean, Millwall we let ourselves down the second half. Saturday we might be terrible again, but then we'll go and win again next week. Mm. Two. No week. one seems to be able to put together a good run of games. Middlesbrough seven games undefeated, but we it took them two, last night. Two weeks ago, Forest were top. The next sixth. Yeah. It's too close. It's we're above Forest. Doing the media were. Yeah. And the thing that annoyed me, you know, I was listening to um, Six Hundred Six on Five Live the other day, and they were pa- so, again. So sorry, middle class. No, no, sorry, <laughs> they, they, they were they were panning a Wolves fan, and don't get me wrong, he wasn't the most articulate of blokes. He, he didn't explain. It was probably because he didn't explain himself well enough. But this guy summed up where we are at the minute. We, he was annoyed that we were seventh almost to a certain extent because we could have gone further and the radio we go, oh you've just come up from League One you should be doing it you should be happy with what you're we shouldn't be happy with where we are we, to a certain extent maybe now we're full mm. and we're in the playoffs yeah that's good but really we have potential as do many other teams but I think we've been the most disappointing to a certain extent in the way we've let certain things go obviously I focus more on our results that we should be getting further and with the right investment, and I still think we need to invest, by the way, I think that we're a quality centre-half away from a decent defence and a, a quality second striker away from promotion, if we, if you yeah. were to get both. Yeah. Jacket has said we're going for the title. Oh, do we think? Oh, do we think he's? Do we think he's had a bit too much? We know, had this discussion. We had discussion on the last podcast because I think yeah. Dave Edwards came out in the interview saying they want to win the league. 
and I was just saying, is that just too... I can't see this team winning the... You shouldn't be involved in something if you don't want to win it. That's a fair point. Mm -hmm. That's a fair point, but... Look where we are, considering how bad we have been at times. I just don't think we've got the squad depth for it. It I think this will be another conversation that goes on for the season. But uh, just finally, to wrap up, Borough, great to beat a team in form. It will give us some confidence back. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Take it going into Saturday, which is going to be a very tough game. Um, I thought the easier the two games probably would have been Leeds mm. rather than Middlesbrough because Leeds obviously on a massive down at the moment. But um, yeah, should give them a lot of confidence and who knows where it could go from here. So final part of the podcast, we're going to talk about the game of the weekend against Leeds. Marching on. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Have you noticed that you can't say Leeds if you've either said it three times or saying yeah. dirty uh, Leeds? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. It's, uh, like, it's like Leeds to Rex. Leeds, 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 Leeds. They'll be doing it on the radio now. I like Leeds for everything yeah. other than Leeds like United. Leeds. Yeah. Truth be told. Uh, right, Leeds haven't won in their last five games. <laughs> they won a uh, lost draw, draw, lost draw form. Uh, last win was at home, uh, 3 0 to Huddersfield. They're currently 15th in the table. Last time we played them away, Ellen Road, we lost 1-0, opening day of the season for Solbakken. Um, their top scorer <laughs> so far is Dukara, I believe, I've if I pronounced that right. genuinely never heard of him. Uh, five this season. Uh, both uh, Dick and Sacco doubts following uh, Nichols. Uh, it looked like Racist. to me, just going back to Middlesbrough, that Dicko basically injured himself celebrating his goals. Yeah, he did it, didn't he, on the floor. Yeah. Talking to Clark, he was getting some... Um, Getting some last night. I know you weren't there. I've heard a lot of murmurs now from oh, people saying that when he scores, they will at home. They'll do. A is it going to be? Is it going to be like? They were singing that last night, and then give it to Leon. And that, I tell you, if that happens at home, that will happen. Well, people, have you seen Southbank the, will? If it's at that side, of course, mm. they will pitch invade. Have you seen the Tony Hibbert one when he scored in his yes. Sister, yes. He never <laughs> scored the famous one, and then he scored. And um, have you ever seen it? No, no, no oh, mate, you've got Everton, Everton sing like if we if Hibbert scores, we riot. Yeah. It's like, and he's, he had a testimonial, and you know usually you get these testimonials. Yeah. Oh, there's a penalty. It you can take it a bit like Matt it Red. wasn't a penalty. No, but I'm saying usually that's happened. He had a free kick for thirty yards, and they nudged it too, and he smashed it bottom corner. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> cute scenes at Goodison <laughs> Park. Gladys Street had just poured onto the pitch, <laughs> surrounding Tony Hibbert. Stewards trying to run away. Absolutely, he wasn't just a pitch invasion from the idiots. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> went for it. Um, so, Sicko, Sicko, Dicko and Sacco doubt if they don't play on Saturday, what team would you play? Adam. Let's go for you first. Lerat. Obviously, Akimi, Doherty. Stearman and Bath for me. And if we can get Goblin back, obviously, I want to get him back. Midfield, the same. But I see, I really want to see Jacobs step it up. I'd like to see Jacobs possibly play on the left. Yeah. Jacobs on the left, Emery on the right, Dave Edwards. Deadly. Deadly Dave. Yeah. Up front. Deadly Dave. Who comes in? Mm. Is Clark or Sagbo? Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who, can we get, who can we get in? Tell you, Sacco's last. Can we play a false nine? <laughs> yeah, let's play a false nine. Play it. Oh, that's it. Play Dave Edwards as the false nine yes. with Michael Jacobs just behind him. Tommy Rowan. Scotland formation. Look at Four, the, six, eight. zero. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I don't know where we would have up front. Well, I know because he's you gotta go. I've gotta go with Clark. Yeah. Because I've just haven't seen enough of this guy. Wagbo. He he's. I've got I've got to go with Clark. I mean, he, from all accounts, his efforts there has just not been applying. Mm. 
He's got to be a goal away. I don't know which one yeah, of them. He's running more, but he looks like he. Ask you this: He looks like he's lost a load of weight. And don't you think when Clark runs with his how his the hands, world ends, the, how his hands look, he looks like a dinosaur, like a T Rex. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's. Next time you see him run, see how his hands are like. They're kind of like that, and he looks like he's a little T Rex running around. That's the first no, time anyone, okay. anyone's used the word little and Leon Clark in the same <laughs> amalg- amalgamation. Rob, any... <laughs> I just love the facts. <laughs> Hernandez comes over, Chikorita, the little Pete. Leon Clark goes, oh, what's it mean? <laughs> little dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> little t I'm not thinking that. That's it. From now on, he has to be known as that. <laughs> little dinosaur. Rob, team, any difference? Um, Christ on a bike. <laughs> The little team. Sorry. If Rob. there was some way of incorporating Van der Parra into that team, mm. into the same kind of team. Yeah, if we can get Van der Parra into that team, that'd be nice. But mm. it's whether you'd want to play him over. Would you play him over Clark and uh, Sagbo? I think. It, I think it'd be like, interesting. Maybe so the false nine. Maybe mm. if maybe you need, you know, you've got the you've got the hype of like Leon Clark. Little, sorry, little dinosaur, and um, him winning headers. Uh, you know, he could deal with somebody around him. At least he, hold, he holds the ball. It could do with someone quick. Maybe Jacobs in the hole. I've said this yeah, before. Yeah. I think if you play Clark, you have to play four four two. I yeah, don't think he. I don't think he has really. the skill Which or the movement to play up top on his own. Mm-hmm. Personally, phone <laughs> fleet would tune. Apologise for messing him about and get McAlinden back. Mm. I'd rather have McAlinden mm, up top mm, than uh, yeah, than either of the other two. But Regan, realistically, anyway, realistically, Regan team, any changes to what Adam Rose said? McAlinden, that realistically yeah. for me, that's the only thing you can do because Sagbo hasn't looked up to it. McAlinden did he score the weekend? Did he? I think he yeah. did as well again. And he uh, scored goals. His mouth scored at the weekend mm. again. Be realistic. We're not going to put his mouth front are we? <laughs> mm. uh, a bit of an odd one with Leeds. Um, <laughs> Change managers is that on the third manager. They change, they they change managers more than I change my pants. <laughs> that <laughs> I can believe. Not- <laughs> <laughs> but the part they've got an attacking midfielder called Adrian who they're waiting to introduce. Adrian! Adrian! <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, mate, that's going to sound great in a Yorkshire accent. Yorkshire. Adrian! <laughs> I actually can't think of any. I like Sam Byron. But I quite like them. Who's still living off his um, debut against Matt Jarvis. He was like, oh, he kept him in his pocket. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, is that where you... By the way, did you know, by the way, that Leeds were in the um, semi-final of the Champions League? I don't know if About ever... 10 years ago. I don't think yeah. they've ever... Did, you know, the Villa, did you know that Villa won the European Cup in 1992? I you say that, actually. I worked with a few Villa fans, and um, I have to keep reminding them. No? Stephen Warnock. Oh, I was just saying, yeah. no, Neil Warnock. Yeah, I think still there. Is he? Is there's, Neil, no, there's no major names left at Luke Murphy. Leeds. Luke Murphy, that's it. Is Stephen oh, Warnock Neil Warnock's son? No, no. no. It's because it's not exactly the most common of surnames. Not, is, is Lee Murphy the one that we tried to Luke. buy? Luke. 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 We tried to buy. Yeah, and then he went. Yeah, he went to Leeds so he could play championship um, but you know, again, like all games, it's up and down. It could be tough. So predictions, uh, Rob. Start with you. What do you think Saturday um, against Leeds? Leeds. Leeds. Can, can we have a with Dicker and Sacco and without Dicker and Sacco prediction? Yes. Can I point oh, out yes. that you didn't say that nearly aggressive enough? Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Okay. Your head has to move forward when you do it against Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. <laughs> uh, With Dicker and Sacco, two uh, 0 Wolves without nil uh, nil. Okay. Regan, same question. 
two one wolves, one one. Same as two one with with the sack, Dick and Sack connection. Sorry, the French connection. That yeah. sounds a lot better. A lot less like a porno. Um, <laughs> and one one or one nil to Leeds without Adam. I'm just going to go one one both. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did the fan cast ever get credit for the French connections as I came up with it? Uh, no. It's a disgrace. I think I figured out the other day that Ben was the guy who started the Solbakken chant. You know, the Solbakken Scandinavian hates the Albion. Ben Husband? Yeah. Where is he these days? Uh, not on, on the podcast. Scandinavia? Yeah. Scandinavia. 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 Yeah, that's right. Scandinavia. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Try and spell it out. Like, say it slowly. And it always sounds like you're saying it wrong. Scandinavia. Scandinavia. Yeah. It sounds like you've added an. I, I don't know where you. Uh, this anyway. is how my mind works. <laughs> this is really gone for too long. Then. Imagine what it's like to be me. Imagine charging for this. <laughs> <laughs> there should be. It, 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 there's that film being John Malkovich. Being that? Luke Regan. Being Luke Regan. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> you, you would make Jack, Jack Wilshere is a uh, Luke Regan. Whoa! We still haven't brought that up for a while. <laughs> Can you see it? I definitely can. I've just. I hate <laughs> You look. Do you know how they say like Renee Zellweger? It's it's. It looks like Renee Zellweger, but it doesn't look like Renee Zellweger. It looks I like Jack Wilshire. I look like Jack. I look like Jack Wilshire on the pies. I look like Jack Wilshire pre sorry mid week in Las Vegas. Jack Wilshire, if he didn't come back from injury. Yeah, I'm not that fat. <laughs> I think all of us now want to see Real Madrid triumph to Liverpool. I'm watching Borussia. Against Galatasaray. <sighs> Cultured football there's always, there's always one who has to <laughs> no. give the... Um, I am you are a big Dortmund fan, though, in general. That's yeah, why, yeah. I am general. I've got my pals out there at the moment. So that's where we'll leave uh, this week's Wolves Fancast. Please vote for us in the Football Blogging Awards 2014. Uh, Football Blogging Awards. I think we've been quite, quite quiet about that today, to be honest. I, I, we don't mention it every five minutes on Twitter. No, do I, I, really? you do the things. I'm, I'm genuinely being serious. I think we've been quite quiet about it. We're up for an award vote for us. There we go. I've got a great speech lined up last year, and we lost it to Bantam's banter. That's and vote for us. And how do you vote? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, I only, I only chucked it up. Someone else has got to read it at the park. Uh, Footballblockingawards.co.uk. Click on vote now. Uh, choose Wolf Fancast under the uh, podcast category. And under the new category, choose our writer, Richard Hobbs. And you can vote on Twitter and Facebook as well. If you go on our website, wolvesfancast.com, there's some details. Bits Will we tweet out the picture again? Yes, we'll regularly tweet out the picture until the um, voting closes on the 7th of November. <sighs> Sorry, can you repeat that date? The uh, 7th of November, it closes. <laughs> oh, thank so. you, thank you. <laughs> Hold the line, Carla. Um, you can follow us all week on Twitter, at WWFC Fancast, Facebook, Wolves Football Fancast Show, and like and check out our latest blogs at wolvesfancast.com. And we'll be back next week to talk about Lose, Lose, Lose. For this week, bye from Rob. Cheers, guys. Bye from You're Regan. You're just saying like an alcoholic when you say Lose, Lose, Lose. It's time to wrap this up. It it's is. Time to wrap yeah. this up. It's not. It's not. We're going to be here for a number. It's hour, not because the thing is, I've ordered a pizza from a Domino's, not my local Domino's, but a Domino's that I know we're only charging five ninety nine for any size pizza today. And because I ordered it before my phone died, I had to wait until I had to order it at a specific time, twenty forty five. It's only thirty minutes away, so I'm making this last till at least quarter past. It's by from Riga. Au revoir, but on our bodgers allowing it. Have you designed pet? There you go. I'm, I'm adding new ones. 
And back once again, it's bye from uh, Adam. Bye. Will we see? Will you be? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, Only on podcasts <laughs> where I'm not on. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's bye from Adam. Yeah, see you, bye. Uh, bye from <laughs> me. See you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.